Welcome to Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. In this podcast, we help believers develop spiritual discernment. I am your host, Don Simmons, author, speaker, and YouTube host of Life Journey with Don Simmons. My purpose here is to explain Satan's strategies and how his kingdom functions to better equip you in reducing conflict, chaos, and ultimately eliminate Satan's influence in your life. These are life-changing conversations. We'll get started with this week's message in just a few moments. But first I want to ask you, would you like to know more about biblical history or historic and biblical places? Visit my YouTube channel, Life Journey with Don Simmons, to watch and learn about travels in historic areas discussed in the Bible. Come with us as we explore ancient places and share cultural background and influences on early Christianity. We will take you places where Paul wrote and shared the gospel. That's Life Journey with Don Simmons on YouTube. Welcome back. I am your host, Don Simmons, and in this episode of Conquering Our Unseen Enemies, we are going to be talking about seasons. Yes, seasons. We all experience them, whether we acknowledge them or not. We all experience them, whether we understand them or not. We all experience them, whether we enjoy them or not. We all experience seasons, whether we grow from them or not. So let's get to a place together where we can start to develop ourselves and grow through the season for whatever the Lord wants to provide to us. If you think about it, a season is provision. There are crops that can only grow in certain seasons. They have to experience the season or they will wither and die or worse yet, not even begin. I have never seen a plant try to rush through growing in their season. Have you? Yet I have known countless believers, myself included, that talk about trying to hurry up and get through a tough season. I don't know anyone who has tried to hurry through a season of rest or a season of favor. Do you? Sure, there may be people who have newly retired and are unsettled in their newly found season of rest, but that's a man season, not a God season. I recently gave a prophetic word to a woman I didn't know. It was a few minutes long, as I recall, and in it, one of the elements of the word was that the Lord was preparing her, that he was instilling in her new desires that she hadn't even thought of yet, and there would be doors opening for her as a result. About 30 minutes later, this woman came to me with someone who knew me, to tell me she had been hearing about doors opening for a few months now and that she didn't know what it meant. 
She was struggling to get the answer. As I listened to her tell me her struggle, I asked a few questions and began to understand why she didn't have an answer yet. But her heart wanted one so badly. She was visibly upset in a good way, but didn't know how to understand it. Her family was wanting to leave and they kept interrupting her while she was talking to tell her, hey, we want to go. But she was steadfast in trying to get this out and finding someone who will help her understand it. Seasons mean different things to different people. One of the numerous definitions of season is an indefinite or unspecified period of time, a while. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 verse 8 tells us this. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Ultimately, the conclusion to this chapter is that God has a plan for everything. All happens in his timing, not ours. We go through the seasons and at the end of one season begins another. What is your season right now? Do you know? Have you asked the Lord? Asking the Lord is incredibly important because we want to make sure we are working with him to work through the season, not around it, not over it, not turn around in an attempt to avoid it. When we fail to work with the Lord, we lose out on the blessing that will ultimately come from getting to the other side. The Lord would not put us through a season just to put us through a season. He's always preparing us for his plan in our lives. When we don't work with him, we open ourselves up to misunderstanding, resentment, bitterness, and consequences we don't anticipate. When we're in a difficult season, we may want to find our own answers, and ultimately, and unfortunately, the enemy is always willing to present options to sway us into believing there's a shortcut or deceiving us into believing we're following God's plan by twisting scripture or circumstances. About four or five years ago now, I was in a season of growth. I firmly believe that we can never stop growing in the Lord. At no time will we ever know enough about the Lord. He will always provide more when you seek him. Anyhow, I was in a period of growth, some of which has resulted in this podcast and other things that I'm working on. But this period of growth centered around the book of Ezekiel. 
I love Ezekiel. I named my macaw after him. You've probably heard him a few times here while I'm recording this, and I can pretty much guarantee you'll hear him again because I can't control when he wants to talk. But if you've ever, or if you've never read Ezekiel, or it's been a while, it is a fascinating story of an Old Testament prophet. He was an incredibly obedient man who did whatever the Lord asked of him, with the exception of one thing, and the Lord allowed him to complete what was asked of him in an alternate way. But Ezekiel was exceptional in how he heard, related, understood, and obeyed God. My Ezekiel season lasted about four months. It started with the first 30 days. Every single day, a scripture or a mention of Ezekiel came to me, whether it was the radio, a random comment from someone, the sight of a truck. Every day it came to me. And you see, you can hear him, I think. It's still coming to me. So I started to read Ezekiel. I read it once, loved it, but didn't know what I was supposed to get from it. I read it again, same thing. This process lasted four months. I asked the Lord, what am I not getting? What do I keep missing? Every time I went through it, the Lord was working on my heart more and more to get me to think more like Ezekiel. He wanted me to be willing to do whatever he asked, whenever he asked it, no matter what anyone else thought. I had to work within myself to find the willingness to be bold where he asked me to be bold and quiet when he asked me to be quiet. I've shared before that I'm an introvert, so if I don't know you, I don't really prefer to walk up to you and start talking to you. I am, however, an opinionated introvert. So if you're doing something I don't like and it affects me, I have no issues letting you know. In my younger years, I was referred to as aggressive, but I'm pretty sure they meant assertive. Anyhow, back to my story. Once I finally understood what the Lord was asking of me and then worked with him to be what he was asking of me, the Ezekiel season ended. So flash forward to today, if the Lord has a word for someone, whether I know them or not, I have to go tell them because that is what the Lord needs me to do. The action is part of his plan for my life, and I want to live out the plan he has for me. I would say of the words I give, it's about a 50-50 given to people I know versus people I don't know. All have been received. They made sense to them. So I know the Lord is working to build these people and encourage them. And I'm just a teeny tiny part of how he is speaking to them in their season. So let's go back to the woman I spoke of earlier. We'll call her Jane, who received the word from me about the doors. One of the first things the Lord said was, I am preparing you. He then told her that he was instilling new desires in her. She hadn't even thought of yet. And he mentioned doors. 
in her mind, she skipped past the first two things and moved straight to the doors of opportunity. She was in the preparation phase. She wanted to be in the receiving phase. It doesn't work like that. Our God is a God of order. We never saw Jesus do anything willy-nilly out of order. He didn't multiply the fish and the loaves and then go thank his father. He thanked his father first for what he needed. Likewise, we can't rush the Holy Spirit. Truthfully, why would we even want to? I do not want to have a door full of opportunity open up for me I was not ready for. I might blow it if I don't know what I'm doing. Likewise, the spirit realm has an order. And if we don't take our seasons seriously and develop with the Lord, whatever he's trying to develop in us, we are opening ourselves to more than we can handle and we won't recognize what is coming at us. So what do we need to do to get ourselves through a season? Well, if you're following through on my ask of you from last week, you have a good start. There are four phases with a combined total of 10 steps to help you manage your season. This is more than I generally give, but this is about going through our season and completing it correctly, not quickly. We won't get through it any faster if our hearts aren't correctly aligned. So here are the four phases and 10 steps of a season. The first phase is the acknowledgement phase. And in the acknowledgement phase, you're going to do step one, daily Bible reading and daily prayer time with the Lord. Then you're going to do step two, get rid of all expectations of your season. Once you've done that, we're going to go into the preparation phase. And that is step three. Ask the Lord about your season. And in step three, you're going to ask him point A. What is it? What is this season? Is it a growth season? Is it a discipline season? Is it a revelation season? Obedience season? Whatever the season is, ask him what it is. Point B. What is he asking of you during the season? We want to know that. You want to hear that from him, not come to our own conclusions. And then point C, you want to ask him, are you doing anything to inhibit your season? Because if you are, you want to correct that. You want to repent, ask for forgiveness if you need to. You just want to make sure you're not doing something that's interfering with what he's trying to do in you. Then we move on to step four. We're still in the preparation phase. We're just now in step four. Be patient and wait on the Lord as he works with you in your season. So in step four, point A, do not try to jump ahead. Go at his pace. Step B, do not make decisions on your own. So when you're in a season, 
you could have some decisions coming at you. It could be completely natural consequence. It could be a test from the Lord. It could be the enemy coming at you to dissuade you. Whatever it is, don't make those decisions on your own. Ask the Lord. Then point C, be content in the waiting. It's not a race. Okay. Once you've mastered that, then we're going to move on to the application phase. Because if you can be content in the waiting, you will start to hear from the Lord. And then we, you know, that application phase is naturally what comes next. So in application, there's five steps. So we're going to go through those. Step number five, because we're following up from step number four. Step number four was be patient and wait on the Lord as he works with you in your season. So now application phase, step five, follow through on whatever the Lord asks of you. So he's working with you in this season to develop you for something. So he's going to ask you to do something. And sometimes if you're a person who does a lot, his ask may be for you to do nothing and you have to do nothing, but he'll tell you what that is. It's going to be different for each of us because it is meant to help us develop as individuals. Then the next thing we're going to do is step number six. Okay, so in the application phase in step number six, after you have followed through with whatever he asked of you, go back and earnestly ask the Lord how you did, how you could improve. Is that what he wanted? If he responds with correction, step number seven, accept correction with love. Because chances are, we don't always get it perfectly right the first time. There may be some little tweaking or maybe even just as a word of encouragement for you to tell you, yeah, you did it great. Then we're going to move on to step number eight. We're still in the application phase. And we're going to thank the Lord for all he's doing in our life. Okay, really important to acknowledge him in that and be grateful for that. Then we move into step number nine. We're still in the application phase. You're going to continue all of these things until the Lord releases you from the current season. So sometimes he may ask something of us and he may have it, have us do it like three times because he wants us to do it a certain way, or he may want us to experience it three different ways. You, you, you don't know unless you're working with him through this. And then finally, when you get to that point, you're able to move forward and you are in the receiving phase. Okay. And that is step 10, where you're going to move forward with the Lord to receive the fruit of your completed season. Okay. So that's four phases, 10 steps. You can get these. They'll be posted on the blog page on my website for this episode. They'll also be listed in the podcast notes. And so you'll be able to get those. So, um, you know, if it was hard to write those down, you'll be able to get those off the, off the website. So that seems easy enough, right? 
So sometimes we're in a season and we misidentify or are unable to discern that it is actually the Holy Spirit working on us and then we work against it and it just takes longer to receive what the Lord wants to provide us. The Lord is a giver of gifts. James 1.17 tells it to us this way, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. We need to be able to identify shifting shadows. And if we rely on the Lord during every season, we will know what is the Lord and what is not the Lord. And we'll be able to see what the Lord is doing in our lives and why. We won't be susceptible to the traps of the enemy, those shifting shadows. And we take away any legitimacy the accuser has against us, the enemy, when we make mistakes and fall short. And and that means sometimes we're human, we sin, and we repent, and we got to turn around and get back on the horse and get going again. You got to work on your relationship with the Lord. So I hope this has been helpful to you. This year, we are building a new relationship with the Lord, our biggest, best year yet in the Lord. And I'm glad you're joining me. Seasons are tough, but seasons are a blessing. And we need to go into them and start receiving the hard and the difficult and work with the Lord to develop ourselves through them so that we can, again, receive that fruit and those things that the Lord has for us as a result. If you know someone you think might benefit from this podcast, please share. It is life-changing if they are willing. So as always, let's recap our top show points. We opened up the show talking about seasons. We all experience seasons in our life. Seasons have a purpose and we cannot rush completing a season. Season is provision. We want to begin and end a season working with the Lord, not against him. I also told you about the young woman I gave a prophetic word to about preparation and doors. We also took a look at Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 through 8. We talked about if we don't understand our season, we are susceptible to the enemy deceiving us. And then I gave you a picture of my Ezekiel season, what that was like. Then we went back and revisited the young woman and why she wasn't understanding what the Lord was telling her. Then we talked about four phases that had 10 steps to manage a season. I'm going to bullet point them here, but again, you can get them on the website, on the blog for this episode, or on the podcast notes on the podcast page for this episode. So the four phases to manage a season, the acknowledgement phase, step one, 
daily Bible reading and daily prayer time with the Lord. Step two, get rid of all expectations of your season. Then we move into preparation phase, and that's step three. Ask the Lord about your season. Then step four, be patient and wait on the Lord as he works with you in your season. Then we move into the application phase. Follow through on whatever the Lord asks of you. After you have followed through, this is step six, go back and earnestly ask the Lord how you did. How could you improve? Is that what he wanted? Number seven, accept any correction with love. Number eight, thank the Lord for all he is doing in your life. Number nine, continue until the Lord releases you from the current season. Then we move into the receiving phase. Number 10, move forward with the Lord to receive the fruit of your completed season. And then finally, we discussed James 1 verse 7. As always, we encourage you to have an active Bible reading plan. It will be helpful in gaining wisdom and understanding and is required for the gift of spiritual discernment. Also, we just dropped another video from our Turkey Travels on our YouTube channel, so check that out, uh, Life Journey with Don Simmons. Also, I want to encourage you to visit our website and join our warrior community. I am going to be having some live events coming up, and the only way to be included in that is to be a part of our warrior community. Just visit the website, conqueringourunseenenemies.com, and join from the homepage or the resource page. I have enjoyed our time this week, and I look forward to spending time with you again next week. That is all we have for this week's episode of Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. I hope you enjoyed your time with me, and I would kindly ask you to rate our show and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Conquering Our Unseen Enemies. Now, if you have a story or a question you want to share, please email me at contact at conquering our unseen enemies.com. We do not need to use your name. And finally, please share this podcast with anyone you think might need it and enjoy it. So until next time, remember, the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But we can give him an eviction notice 